Welcome to Paris and Bazcast, where we answer your property and finance-related questions. And here's this week's topic with your hosts, Gurdev and Anmol Singh. And we are back again, talking about the cash rate and how it affects all of the other types of interest rates. Now, one of the things that one of the questions that we've been asked this week from our audience is whether the cash rate affects car loans as well. That's a that's a interesting observation, interesting question. And then, um, you know, obviously it has a flow and effect on a lot of other types of uh, rates. So your assessment rate for your mortgage, your uh, home mortgage, your personal rates. So let's talk about that. Does the cash rate affect all other types of interest rates for any sort of borrowing, <laughs> so to speak? Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome to another Paris and Bascast. Um, hello. Hello. So, in regards to the cash rate, yes, it does affect um, the car loans, personal loans. Um, any type of loan. Any type of loan affects it because obviously the cost of funding is increasing. That's the word. Cost uh, of funding is increasing, yeah, which is yeah. why it's uh, having a flow and effect on all types of yeah, definitely. So with with car rates, we're say for example with the consumer car loan, we're already looking at rates between you know, six to seven, eight percent, depending on the customer's profile. Mm-hmm. Six so, to eight yeah, percent is the car. That's for a consumer car loan. For a consumer is, car yeah, loan. Yeah. So, um, and as, as it, you know, with a car loan, mm. once the rate and the contract is locked in, that's the, your your repayments are set for that five year period. So during that, that during that term the lender cannot increase the rate because your repayments are set. Mm-hmm. Whereas normally when you have a variable interest rate with a home loan, your rates can fluctuate. That's right. Um, as the cash rate goes up, if, if you're on a variable rate, mm-hmm. your repayments will increase, which we have been seeing in the last couple of months. So yesterday on Tuesday, there was another 0.5 increase. Yeah. So that would um, today's announcement is that ANZ has passed mm-hmm. the full 0.5% onto the customers along yeah. with CBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, NAB and Westpac haven't yet made the announcement, but we can safely assume they would do the follow same. Suit. Follow mm. suit. do the same. Okay. And those two banks are increasing the 0.5 from next Friday, mm-hmm. which is the uh, 12th of August. Okay. So so this uh, the new change comes into effect from the 12th of August, basically. Yeah, like the increase in cash rate of 0.5%. Okay. Um, in saying that, there's a number of offers available on the market right now with fixed rates um, that the lenders are doing. Yeah. So if you want to lock in rates, hit us up. Yeah. There's some special offers out there. Yeah. Uh, which are not readily available in the what, sense Give that, me some of the options. Like fi- we can we can uh, fix a rate in for your home loan uh-huh. at a certain rate, which yeah. are not advertised. So okay. give me a call and I'll let you know what rates we can get you. Wow. Okay. So they're not advertised. So yes, um, with car loans, it does affect the interest rate, but once you have got the car loan mm-hmm. and you have signed the contract and the repayments have begun, your interest rate cannot increase because your repayments are set for that period. three, five, or seven-year period, depending on which term you have gone for. Okay. There you go. I think a lot of people that haven't gone to get a car loan mm-hmm. might not know that. So that, that's a, um, a great yeah. insight. So thing. as you can see, the the way the car loans are working, they've already safely buffered that higher interest rate costing mm. because we're doing home loan variable rates still in the threes for owner occupiers, but mm. whereas in the car loans they're in the sixes. So, so they've the, doubled they, the money. They already increased it significantly mm. to buffer in buffering the cost. Okay, there you go. But see, now that we're talking about the six and seven percent, they're not sounding too uh, out of the 
Yeah, because but the fixed rates are currently at that rate. Yeah, aren't fixed they? rates are anywhere from five to six and a half, depending mm-hmm. on owner, occupier, investor, principal, and interest, or interest only. Mm-hmm. So there's there's probably four variables out there, mm-hmm. depending on which loan you're, you're um, going to go for. Mm-hmm. And now in saying that, the assessment rate, because the interest rates are going up, increasing the cash rate, obviously increases the the rate, the variable rate that the bank is giving, mm. which in turn affects the assessment rate. So normally mm-hmm. there's about 3% buffer mm. on top of the rate, the actual rate you're being given by the bank. Yeah. So the rest assessment rate is higher. So if your interest rate is 4%, your mm. assessment rate is at 7%. Mm. And that's mostly with on new lending and existing lending if, if you're getting a new loan with the bank. Mm. So what does that do in turn? That basically reduces your borrowing power. Okay. So if you could borrow XYZ before, you can probably borrow ten percent less now mm-hmm. um, with with the increased assessment rate, yeah. And your borrowing capacity has reduced, which has another effect is that that buyer for the property will now offer less because his pre-approval amount, say from a million dollars, has gone down to nine twenty. Mm. So his offer is now nine twenty, which has a direct flow-on effect onto the purchase property price, mm. which it decreases that value as well. So That's as you right. can see, there's a direct correlation between the interest rate, assessment rate. Borrowing amount, the offer the the customer Person. can, can yeah. place on the property, yep. which in terms, um, uh, there's a decline in value for the property. Absolutely, that making the purchase for. And one of the other questions, now we we're talking about the borrowing capacity. Mm-hmm. One of the questions that we got asked this week was, can just like I can fix my interest rate, or I can you know lock in an interest rate, can I? lock in or fix my borrowing capacity? Is there a no, way to do you that? you can't do that. There you go. You can't lock in a borrowing capacity because every time a loan assessment is done, if it's a pre-approval, they normally get assessed again um, if you haven't found the property within that time frame. Mm-hmm. So you cannot rate, you can't lock in a borrowing capacity as such. Yeah. So those... You can rate, you can rate lock your fixed rate. Yeah. But normally there's a fee involved with that. Yeah. So we saw a lot of customers that didn't rate lock over the last couple of months. Mm. They signed contracts at a certain rate. But by the time settlement happened, because they didn't pay the rate lock fee, mm. they got a high rate at settlement, mm-hmm. which you cannot do anything about if you did not um, uh, rate lock. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and in terms of the um, – okay. Now, you just mentioned about the borrowing capacity changing over time. So if you've been – like, so a typical – um, loan approval lasts for a pre-approval. A pre-approval lasts, depending on the lender, anywhere from three to six months. Three Normally six after months. three months, you've got to renew it, mm-hmm. but you've got to give up update income documents, your asset liability position, yep. and you can redraw, uh, renew it for a further three after the initial three. So it gives you all in all six months. Yeah. If you don't buy a property within that six-month period, then we have to submit a, a new application with the lender. Okay. So within those, say, for example, the first three months, uh, say you've got the approval, it's month zero, it's now mm-hmm. month three, mm-hmm. Would your bor- and the interest rates have changed, would your borrowing capacity be reassessed again? Would Correct. that change yeah, on yeah, month it three? It would, would, would change. Okay. Yes. So even if you're thinking that I've got a pre-approval of a million dollars. We still have to double check. You can't go ahead. Sure, yes. There you go. Some lenders do have applications in progress yeah. where they will honour the existing Assessment, but you just got to double. There's so many variables happening right now. Sure. Rates are fluctuating significantly. Mm-hmm. So it's always uh, better to be on top um, than rather than get a surprise after you made offer for the property. That's right. That 
you know, I can only borrow a certain amount. You can borrow you less. Yeah. You could buy a higher amount. That's very critical because a lot of people, when you do find that right property, yeah. you're, you've got that urgency to make commitment and put in an offer. Yeah. And in the back of your mind, you've got, oh, look, I've been pre-approved for, say, a million dollars. I can offer blah. Mm. Before you make any offer, make sure you do consult with your broker. If you don't have one, contact us. Happy to help. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's And also cool. what I've noticed, a lot of pre-approvals that we have been doing, they've been lapsing. The customers okay. have more properties. Uh-huh. So in that instance, yes, it's good to get up there pre-approval, but you don't want to keep doing credit checks as well. Uh-huh. So sometimes it's probably best to see, okay, I can borrow XYZ. You've already had a pre-approval in place before. It's expired. And it's probably best to Check your borrowing capacity again mm-hmm. and see when you're getting closer to the per- property purchase that you like, then submit, submitting the approval in the cooling off period. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, your, your broker's probably under a little bit more pressure to deliver mm-hmm. during that time frame. Yeah. But what that does avoid is just having numerous credit checks on your applica- on your credit file yeah. without you um, proceeding with a property purchase, mm-hmm. which is not good because for it your reduces credit, your credit, credit score. score. I've just had an instance where, for example, where I've what I'm realizing is some lenders are now declining applications mm-hmm. or not liking the application for no specific reason, not because of borrowing capacity or because of serviceability. They are looking at the risk profile of the customer. Mm-hmm. So even if the serviceability is there, they've got a strong buffer, existing customer, some lenders are still be hesitant to lend if they're in LMI territory because I get a feeling they're seeing what's happening in the market. Property prices are declining. Yeah. So they're becoming a little bit more conservative mm-hmm. with that as well. Okay. So it's, there's a lot more to it mm. now mm. that I'm thinking the, the lending is going to get tighter over the next couple of months. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of um, changing um, pieces in the puzzle. Yeah. Mm. Now, let's talk about the credit score. Now, obviously, it is a, a, um, a typically a three-numbered score. Yeah, yeah. So, but the credit, it's, 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 a number, it's made up of a variety of factors. Factors. Yeah. How long you've been at your current address? How long you've been at your current job? A full time, permanent? A casual? Mm. Um, how long have you had the property for? Mm. How much savings do you have in your accounts? That's a lot of factors. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really pinpoint it to one factor. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you've got stability in your employment, mm. in your residential address, solid income, husband, wife. For example, if it's a joint application, mm-hmm. um, that will go a long way mm. for you to be successful in your loan application. Mm. So this is the same thing as your when the credit checks with Vida Advantage Correct. or and the credit checks. Yeah, you can yeah. do your credit score. There's a number of um, apps or yeah. on the internet you can check your credit score on. Yeah, but ultimately um, the application is determined by the lender. They do their credit score. They're their own checks. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I'll just check if there's any uh, questions. Uh, at the moment, we are live but on lending, TikTok. But lending is, is going to become a lot tighter. Okay. I feel it's going to become a lot tighter. Yeah. Um, which will obviously have a direct effect on, on the property. Market. The property oh, market absolutely. is obviously already everyone. Mm. So the work is, is coming down pretty sharply. Yeah. Obviously, so there's some transactions that are still happening at great prices. Mm. But I think that's not normal. Mm. So, uh, it's not sustainable. It's sustainable and it's not mm. across the board. So you can't say one property sell for X, Y, Z. Mine would also sell. sell for that. Mm. So, mm. And I think the next year, year and a half will be 
really, really testing for some people out there. Yeah. Um, Especially so. those that have borrowed maximum percentage yeah. of the uh, property's value and the yeah. values are now decreasing, yeah. which means your mortgage is higher than your property is actually worth. Correct. So if you're off 95 plus or 90 to 90, you could be sitting at zero negative equity if the, you have if to sell. the, the way the things are going, they keep going. What happens in those instances? Say, for example, your property loses value and you have to sell because you're moving and um, you know there's no other way. So the, money, the, the shortfall in the funds between what you owe the bank, what are the, what, what, what do they come after you for that? What yeah, do they definitely, do? Yeah, the bank will obviously want to recoup all their losses. So how, uh, no. They will probably do a payment, look, as individual mm-hmm. um, circumstances. So mm-hmm. there's no, I don't think there's a set rule there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully no one's ever guessed in that position. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the clients would then, or customers would wait out that period and not sell. Mm. Or if they need to sell, yeah. as but you said, sell, there's a potential the repayment plan. coming after that one. Yeah. yeah. They would yeah. cut their losses and let you go like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially because it is our savings, our money that is sitting in the bank account that they are further loaning out. Correct. Which is um, uh, causing all of that. There you go. Well... Thank you very much for anyone that has joined in. We are live, so if there are any questions, we're happy to answer them for you. Or do feel free to send us a a message uh, so that in next week's uh, uh, episode we can cover your questions just like we did today. Uh, The two main questions that we covered was can you fix your uh, borrowing capacity? Can that be fixed? So we know that that the answer is no, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And the second one was um, does the cash rate also affect all other types of loan so, for example, a car loan, a personal loan. And, and, and also what I'm seeing is a lot of refinancing happening in today's market. Yes. But what you've got to be careful is you might be getting a good deal at a certain bank, but in two or three months' time, that might not be the best deal because mm. a lot of new offers keep coming out. So how do you decide? So that's why you've got to be a little bit careful when you refinance. You've got to just make sure that you really are ahead or benefit mm-hmm. by refinancing because mm-hmm. the rates are fluctuating very quickly mm. like, every week. Mm. And, and no fun. one bank is can promise you to say it won't change 100%. unless if you're fixing yeah. it, yeah. Uh, that this is and how it's going to And also lenders, they try to track down getting new business, so they try to offer a sharper rate. But mm. look, if you're better off and you've done your sums and calculations. Mm. And honeymoon um, periods. Yeah. And, yeah. So if you want to reassess your borrowing capacity or if you want to look at if you're on the best current rate, give us a call and we'll, see, um, we'll do a health check. Absolutely. There you go. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, everyone that has joined. Hello to everyone coming on TikTok. And, um, yeah, do do make sure that you like, comment, subscribe to this content wherever you're watching or listening to this, whether it's on our podcast ch- uh, channels or on our social media. We're always looking for um, uh, ways to help you and answer your questions to do with real estate or finance. So do get in touch with us if there is anything that we can help you with in terms of real estate or finance. We are Sydney-based for real estate, Australia-based for finance. We do service uh, throughout Australia for that. So thank you very much for your time. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our channel for weekly episodes. See you guys next time.